0: What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co hosts He's a Chicago Public League legend, a Simeon Wolverine legend. is a Grambling State University legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swag as Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL Draft Analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work. At NBC Sports Chicago, catch him on Football Night in Chicago. He is Glenn Morgan. He's our GM, gentlemen. What's going on? How you guys doing?
1: Man, doing Yo. all right. Man, doing all right. Hey, all right. hey, hey! Back in first place, baby. Back in first place. Had, had to come <laughs> in and and get that sweep of the of our nemesis in our bowling league. Uh, they were up four points on us. Came in, whooped that ass. Went up uh, three points. Now we got one week left. To see who makes the playoffs, and then, then it's just, it's money time. So I'm I'm a little geek, man. We we came through with a sweep. Um, I didn't have to, we didn't have to depend on Brandon for all three games. Not not at our Brandon here, smoke, but my my, my bowling teammate Brandon. <laughs> so so it was good. It's a good team effort, man. I felt like it was a good team, good team thing, man. So I'm I'm a little pumped, man. It, it like it's made my week a little bit better, knowing that you know back in first place got a chance here, got the other team flustered. It, it's, it's a good feeling. That how, how see- long is the season? Forever, uh, <laughs> uh, no <laughs> t- t- typically it's like from I say from A to A, usually from August to April. But because of uh, Christmas and New Year's being on a Sunday, and then there's some national uh, bowling tournament that's happening, it's kind of really extended this it's this, this season into May. Usually we're done by now.
0: August to wow, that's a long time. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's typically it's thirty. I think it's thirty five weeks or thirty eight weeks, something like that. I think I think thirty five <laughs> or thirty eight weeks.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's just I'm I'm happy for you guys. Hopefully you guys yeah, can no uh, pull it off in the playoffs. We'll, we'll we gotta get to the league. Got to get there first. We're we'll 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 listening more here. More <laughs> One more week. One more week. One week. Nope. One week. Yeah, right.
1: got yeah. got to win at least four points. Got to get four out of seven. All right. Well,
0: cool, man. Lots of stuff to talk about today, man.
1: Um, Well, we don't want to stay on the bowling. We don't want to go past that. Not at all. Let's be talking about Pete Weber. No, we don't want to stay on bowling.
0: Um, (laughs) NBA playoffs are going strong right now. Of course, the Bulls ended their season in a playoff Friday night against uh, Miami. So we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, NFL drafts coming up. Uh, We're what just over a week away. Uh, yeah, from the NFL yeah. draft, so we'll get some thoughts on that on what's uh, what's going on with uh, the beloved Bears. But uh, let's start off with the news of the day today. Uh, Jalen Hurts signs an extension with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it is a uh, four-year,
1: mm, five-year brother, five-year, yeah, five-year, five two hundred
0: fifty-five million dollar deal. Uh 179 million of that is guaranteed. Uh I know I know uh smoke, you got you got kids. Glenn, you got you got a younger <laughs> grandson, right? Yeah, yes, sir. You guys need to uh get them in the backyard or your front yard or the alley <laughs> and start <laughs> letting them learn how to throw a ball. Cause my God, that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money, bro. That's yeah. generational money. That's Literally. a lot yeah. of money, man. One hundred seventy-nine million dollars guaranteed to throw a football. That's man.
2: That's incredible. But uh, like one ten at signing. One ten is due at signing. Yes. <laughs> just stop there. <laughs> what do you What do you
0: buy with that?
1: Uh, nothing. <laughs> you just yeah. I mean, what and what can't you? But I mean, a small oh, island. I, I mean, that's like, great. Like how does that
2: even look in your bank account? You like you that? check your will bank, you check account? your yes. How, yes. Does, how does that even look?
0: The uh, the, the wire comes in, and, <laughs> and, and, and
1: man, I, I just know it's not in this country since some bank offshore somewhere was <laughs> <laughs> with, with several protection, you know. And, uh, what do you call those things? The kind of code you can't break? Uh, oh, uh, I don't know, you know, the code you, uh, you can't break the code, it's like uh. In- encrypted seven oh, encrypted encryption. code yeah yes yes, yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So about five different several encrypted codes that keep changing every every two weeks that's okay. <laughs> just yeah dude that's and and the crazy thing is as, as phenomenal as that contract is you know, as much as he is maybe the highest average annually paid athlete it it's, it, it's, yeah, it, it is, it's still not as much as somebody else is gonna get the next contract oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> It's just crazy, man. So I think Rodgers uh, held a record of just just like a little bit over fifty million, like fifty point three or four, something like that. And I think uh, Jalen's like a straight fifty-one, even. 51. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's the, <laughs> that's crazy.
0: Here's man. the crazy part, man. So uh, when it comes to the cap, mm-hmm. the next four years, um, this year he's only going to be uh he's only going to hit for 6.15 million right next yeah. year in 2024 season it'll be 13.56 million he's really not going to be a substantial hit until 2025 when it's only 21 uh uh about almost 22 million uh mm. in 2025 and then it'll be 30 30 almost 32 million in 2026 that's when it really you know uh you, you become a massive hit. Uh, on the Eagles salary cap. But for the next couple of years, man, they're still panel uh, a uh, pretty, yeah, a fair salary to, to a quarterback, and they can do some other things to make a team that went to the Super Bowl this year even better.
1: Yeah, not only that, but you mentioned the escalation of his salary, but that's also going to be parallel to the, calorie, the salary cap increasing as well.
0: Exactly, Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's not going to be as devastating as if the cap stayed the same. Uh, yeah, he's going to get a bigger piece of the pie, but that pie has gotten a little bit larger too. So, so yeah, man, the Eagles are in a great position to be like the Chiefs and and maintain have that sustainability to their organization, and you know draft well if they continue to draft well. So you keep your costs down, um, develop your own guys. You know, don't overspend in free agency, um, and then we're going to talk a little bit later on about compensatory picks. That's another means, another. A uh, viable, uh, you know, way to continue restocking and retooling your organization um, by using, you know, compensatory picks as, as what I call a fill currency. So, so yeah, man, uh, the Jalen thing is, it's I, I guess it's I, I want to say it's a team friendly and a player friendly uh, contract. I, yeah. You know, it, it's it's like we're going to talk about Lamar. It's like okay, Lamar, I know you want what you want. And I know you deserve what you feel you deserve. I understand all that. At some point, you gotta start asking yourself, "How much is this? You know, what's the juice worth to squeeze? Kind of like, how much am I really gonna be able to get at this point? Because the wall he keeps walk, wall he keeps coming up to is nobody's." Going to at this point, no one's going to guarantee you that that amount of money you want. He wants over two, but mm-hmm. about 240, 230 guarantee something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. No one's going to guarantee. They may guarantee well, you some the stuff. Deshaun well, Watson
0: got 230 guaranteed.
1: Right. So he, he's going to want more than that. He's going, going to be a dumb ass. 230, 230, 231. Right. Yeah, 230. Yeah. And a dollar. Right. And, and the problem is. if if someone if a team does that you're especially you know you're gonna take a lot of they're gonna have to clear space to be able to afford you which means they're giving up some players to clear space and they have to give up two first round picks in addition i don't see where realistically look if i'm a gm like i love you lamar i think you're a phenomenal talent there's so many unique aspects to you and i think the you know, the world is your oyster and you've got nothing but a bright future ahead of you, just not with our organization because we can't afford to have you. Exactly, yeah. And and so now it's like, you know, do you end up, by you mean Lamar, do you end up, you know, kind of, I don't say forced, but you have to relent to recant and kind of, you know, sign this this contract where you're not even getting like the top, like uh, franchise tag money, you're getting like this lesser franchise tag money. At like 32 something million, where I think that the top-tier franchise that they fit. Like what are franchise 44 45. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now granted it's still you know a ton of money, but you gotta get through another year and then see what happens. So, or you know, what exactly are the Ravens offering you? Are they offering you because I know they're offering some guarantees, they just didn't want to offer that amount of guarantees. From but what I've about, heard,
2: they offered him. 133 at sign with the up to like I think 180 or something. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm close to what you're, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's like, that's what I heard.
1: Like, what's the problem, bro? (laughs) Like, like, like
0: that's, that's, he's, uh, he's he's fighting for a cause right now.
2: But the problem is, I'm sorry, go ahead, Smoke. I was just going to say a cause that I, I don't see him winning. And a cause, I don't know if I'm all
0: i <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Right. Deshaun got 230, right? Yeah. Okay. Today Jalen Hurts gets the 179 guaranteed. All right. So you have to but, but, this. But,
2: let's back up. Let's back up. So Deshaun got the 230. Uh-huh. Then Kyler got whatever he got. Then Russell got whatever he got. And now Jalen Hurts got what he did. Right, right. So it's been three quarterbacks that hasn't got what Deshaun has gotten. That kind of tells you what Deshaun got is some bullshit. Amongst the owners, I will say, they they wasn't in close with that. Like, the Browns did their own thing. (laughs) It's an outlier in my opinion.
1: Right,
0: it, it is. So who are, the, who are the players that are up next? Lamar's up next, Burrow.
1: Burrow. Uh, uh, Herbert, Herbert. Herbert. And, uh, they, wait, didn't uh, didn't they do Tua? Didn't they just do – they resigned Tua, didn't they? Didn't they resign him or something? Or well, they said they're going to resign. They, uh, going, they, picked, they, they, they picked, picked up his option. option. Yeah. Right, they picked up his option. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's, and, and so he's put, up as well.
0: You can put Justin Fields in that category.
1: The uh, guys that are, that are next up. Because well, Fields is
0: going to his third his third season.
1: Well don't forget, uh you forgot one guy, yeah. uh, Daniel Jones that he got re-upped as well. Oh, yeah, he, well, he got, got re he day already day. got, but he already got his though. Right. I'm just I'm just saying in his yeah with w- I'm not I'm, not I'm it's not sorry. worried about
0: Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is yeah. his is his is done. All right. I'm saying, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here once again, because that's what I do. Do you think those quarterbacks are a little upset that Jalen took this deal? 'Cause I'm sure you know, they they want to see what Lamar can get and see how that plays out because then the Burrows, the Herberts, and those guys can I, can get that fully guaranteed contract.
2: I, I don't think so. I don't, think I, don't so th- I don't think so.
0: Why I, don't you think I, mean, so?
2: I I just don't think they they care and in that, that aspect they're going to get the annual they they're going to jump hurts annually because if it was such a big deal they would have all had a big problem with Pat Mahomes deal that's easily the worst deal of any other quarterbacks it it looks good to the face but what was his Pat, but his was his was what four, 10 years like 10 480 years of, right like and we all know like the trajectory he on he He'll could be it. getting five years, 500. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it'd be worth it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he kinda, he gave they, – they're going to do a lot of restructuring to that contract, I'm sure. But, like, he gave a, a really good discount to the Chiefs to where they could keep staying relevant during his time, you know. And I think these other guys see that. Herbert, I'm not too sure about. He might want to get paid. It's Um, it's the Chargers, bro. But but it's the Chargers. Burrow, I believe he wants to keep that talent around him and he understands what it's gonna take. What's that what's that that mean? It's the Chargers.
1: And it's the Bengals. I'm saying the Chargers and Spaniels and that family have been notorious for not wanting to pay people. Notorious. Infamous. They have a history. Um and I mean, you think about it. You had Drew Brees. You had Philip Rivers. Let Drew Brees go. They didn't. Pay, they didn't pay Philip. They had to pay Philip Rivers. He was. They there. Phillip, Yeah, but Phillips didn't ask for a whole bunch. Philip wasn't. Philip was. You know, Phillips, Phillips would give them the those, those hometown discounts. Yeah, you said just yeah. give
0: me enough for my trailer, and,
1: and for all my kids, and and and, and we're think, good. Think about Junior Seau. You know, think about Rodney Harris. I mean, a lot of guys. You know, think about. about there's a lot of people like Joey Bosa. Is good for now, but he might be someone in as a walking. They just, they've been notorious. Like they might pay one person, maybe two, but hell, dude, they fired their coach and he went 14 and two. I mean, they're just, they just, they're notorious yeah. And the Bengals have had in the history, historically, you know, in their past, the Bengals also were known to be extremely frugal. And that's me being generous. So uh, I know this new NFL in a lot of ways, and there's other things, and the, and the cap has risen, so on and so forth. But that quarterback is going to eat up a lot of that pot. But I'm with Smoke. I don't necessarily think that they're upset, per se, because I we don't know that Lamar's going to sign anything. If, right. Lamar, if Lamar doesn't sign anything, him not signing doesn't help them at all. But at least Jalen gets them a better idea. Okay, so the floor has risen to this point. The floor
2: has risen to this what, point. Yep. What Jalen has done is put the pressure on Lamar. He kind of has, yeah. I would think so. To to make a decision, like like Jay, my thing is Jalen wasn't a first round pick. You don't have a fifth year option. Right. Like so, I'm, and he only did this for one year, right? Like so, why am I sitting back to wait to see what happened? Mess around, don't get nothing this year, and, and next year I come back to Earth for some. Now. I might just blew my bag because I'm waiting to see what this guy going to get like, nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I can care less about them. 255 million. Let's be real. If he do his job, he'll see all of that contract. I mean, it's that simple.
0: Well, before he even gets to the end of it, it,
2: they're going to add more to it. Yeah, exactly. 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 You know, so, you know, that's the key. Like if you do your job as a quarterback, you're going to get all of this money. Like it really is a guaranteed contract. I mean, how many? What Carson Wentz is probably the only one that I can think of that didn't survive his full contract. Um, that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, and I'm sure it's happened, but it's it's rare. Yeah, there's still some monies I think that might have been owed to him, but yeah, I don't. I think in
1: terms of getting the the every single every single cent from his contract, yeah, probably that's not gonna happen, especially since uh Washington is like thank you, no thank
2: you. Yeah, like I I think Jalen Hurts actually escalated this Lamar thing, and and now you know it's now the questions are becoming like lamar what is it that you want right like what is it that you want and, and to your point in, in, in riding shotgun with
1: you know jalen Hurts's agreeing to this contract is actually the eagles i think they've showed other teams other organizations this is how you can structure a contract mm-hmm. where you know you have guarantees placed in but there's certain benchmarks that have to be hit once these benchmarks hit then it it, you know it unlocks the doors to these other guarantees to, to follow through mm-hmm. so and but still give yourself some wiggle room to sign players Still give yourself some wiggle room to adjust you know Jalen's contract if need be or, or, or there'd be a good faith adjustment between Jalen's uh representation and the organization but i think the eagles did a really good job of showing how to structure a deal with a with a quarterback that's going to be taking a big portion of it by and to do it sooner then later, and that's where the Ravens really messed up.
2: That's where they really messed up. If they yes. had done it
1: sooner, Watson thing would have even been an issue. It would been somebody else clamoring that doesn't have See, the only reason why Lamar – I shouldn't say the only reason, but I think the main reason why Lamar, um, him, him holding out and this big bedou is because he's got MVP attached to him. Kyler didn't have nothing attached to him. You know, Russell Wilson was is an older player. You know what I'm saying? Lamar, 26 MVP. You got to pay that. You know everything's screaming. Why are you not paying this dude? You know, but mm-hmm. if 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 the Ravens had taken care of business a year ago, year and a half ago, this he wouldn't be even an issue. And the Deshaun Watson thing would be somebody else's headache, if it would be a headache at all. It, it, it might even look more like an outlier, you know, than it already is. Yeah. So so yeah, man. I think Lamar, and I, I, you know, I don't know if him not having an agent. I don't know how much is the fact you keep hearing how much that's affecting, you know. Things being done or coming to some resolution, I, I don't know if that's the case or not. I, because Lamar is still going to tell his agent what he wants. I mean, the agent works for Lamar, not the other way around. Right. Um, so, and Lamar is a very, very, you know, clearly, you know, um, strong will, independent of thought individual. So his agent's going to acquiesce or he won't be his agent as long as he gets somebody else. And here, and shout out to, and I apologize, I, I wrote her name down and I forgot. Nicole
0: Look, Lynn. Nicole Lynn. Nicole Lynn, Lynn
1: congratulations. Yes. I mean, fantastic job. Uh, and, you know, it's, we have to say these things because we do, and it's goofy, but first female to negotiate a contract this large, and she's also a sister, I believe. Yes? Yep. Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah. So that's, you know, double kudos because you're talking about uh industry that's been called out for its isms. <laughs> Pick them, you know. Um, and I forgot we, we didn't talk about uh the, the, the guy at NFL network, the reporter NFL network uh didn't re didn't uh, or NFL uh didn't re they didn't resign sign him. He he uh Jim Trotter, he uh he challenged uh Godel at the last uh during the Super Bowl, ask some questions about, you know, what the NFL was doing when it came to racial matters and in, in terms of hiring practices and in um, the newsroom and, and what have you.
0: Roger Goodell doesn't have anything to do with the hiring practices <laughs> in the newsroom at NFL Network, <laughs> the <right>. flagship <laughs> network of the nfl he has nothing to do with that
1: but he made sure that in racism was on the end of in end
2: zones and on the helmets and that they sang, uh you know lift up your voice and sing but yeah so he took credit for all that look hey look them owners say we pay you a nice penny (laughs) to be the person to take this heat that's true so you go take this heat (laughs) and we gonna make the decisions behind the scenes (laughs) But I just want to shout out to Miss Lynn, like
1: kudos for you know black woman to break a lot of barriers, man, and like and, and for Jalen, man, to have you know to to not to have the the confidence, foresight. I'm not congratulating him for being a great person, but it's like it's like, dude, like I guess I am in a sense, but it, it's, it's 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 like <laughs> well, it's no, like
0: he gave her a shot, man. Uh, yeah, apparently, and I, and I don't quote me on this from what I've read. Uh she basically sent the DM said hey if you're looking for an agent you know give me a shout you know we see if we can we can put a deal together and i guess she uh uh he got back to her and and yeah. you know they made a deal and hey you know this yeah. is this is what happens other notable uh clients that she has right now Miles Garrett uh sure. Evan Neal uh yes, Ed goodness. Ingram guard from the Vikings uh, Malik Jefferson from the Cowboys, Marvin Wilson uh from the Eagles. And she has in this year's draft Bijan John Robinson from Texas oh, and the one and power- only Will Anderson.
1: Yeah, she'll be a power right. player, Those are some top-tier, you know, and she's rounders, Right. Yeah, she's was yeah, yeah. She's the she's, she's actually the president
0: course. of uh of football. Uh uh, what do they call it? what's what's her actual position? Let me not get that right. Oh, I was right. President of football, responsible uh, for leading their their football division at large. So, so you yeah. Know, just but she, she got. I believe she got Jalen Hurts before.
2: She was got like, a clutch. clutch. Yeah, got yeah, it.
1: yeah. So, so uh, just a matter of time for she has her own agency. Absolutely. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, so. uh, I mean, if you don't, you, if you running this running clutch like it is, man, maybe LeBron won't let it go.
1: We'll see, but I mean, congrats, nonetheless, congratulations because that's yeah. not an easy. Not saying
0: that she can't go, just saying that you know. Right, right, right. not
1: feel Lebron might be able to
0: give her an offer that
1: right might make it worth her while. Huge, yeah. 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 So yeah, but just congratulations to her for breaking through several glass, <laughs> you know, walls, ceilings, rooms, all that stuff. So, um, just, I mean, again. Jalen Hurts, uh, and Nicole Lynn, you said that's her name? Yeah, Nicole Lynn. Nicole Lynn, Jalen Hurts, and the Eagles organization, congratulations on what you've accomplished at this point. And the NFL, you know, and, and going forward, giving some kind of foothold to where it can start to make sense to everybody else that's watching, like us as, us as fans. Like, okay, we can kind of understand now, you know, where some of these parameters are. Whereas before, it just seemed like what's going on here. Like I don't understand Collar's, you know, what's his contract and what's Russell's contract and, you know, and 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 what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and all this other stuff. So now, now you're gonna start seeing stuff structured similarly to this. I think going forward. Well,
0: the blueprint has been written for one uh, Justin Fields. Uh, If I'm not this was Jalen Hurts' third season, right? Yes, third season. We're coming up on Justin Fields' third season.
2: Yeah, but we're not. We Justin will they they will pick up they will pick up his fifth year option before they give him a extension. What
0: what if he had? What if he
2: has a ridiculous year this year though? I mean, he if we did. win, the, if we get to the Super Bowl, win it. That's the only. That's the only way. That's that's thinking so way. If, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. So, so if the Bears get to the divisional playoffs, let's just you know, let's say they they win the division, they get to the divisional playoffs he's not getting an extension after after the third season no
2: well I mean will it be smart maybe yeah I'm I'm saying it may be smart if if he has a a breakout year it may be smart because why would you at wait surface level if they wait and he continue to go up
0: yeah I
2: get it could get tragic. that's what I'm saying so, the yes.
0: blueprint the blueprint is written
2: but I don't see it happening. Me either. Even I don't see it happen. I don't see him having based on, that based much on of a that yeah. I don't see him having that much of uh, an increased season. I see him having a better season, but it's gonna be a progressive season. It's not gonna yeah. be him taking leaps and bounds like, like us doing what the Eagles did. I don't see that. No, it's no way. Okay. Maybe not we that. do what the Giants did. Okay, here we go. Here we
0: go. Jalen Hurts last season. All right. Um, 22
1: plus 100 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 receptions last year. He's looking up Hurts. I'm going to Hurts. hurts season. No, Hurts. I think said, they like 30, Hurts said, let me like 38. Yeah, hurts, so, 3,701
0: yards, 22 touchdowns, six INTs um he got a completion percentage of 66 and percent and a QB rating of 101.6 for the season yeah I think that's Justin not can... that's not gaudy numbers it's, not at all. I think he can it's do doable that. but th- th-
1: that's not why, <clears throat> why
2: but the team Taylor success has to right
1: the team, team success has to match plus keep in mind he missed two or three games because of the injury so those numbers might have been a little bit higher um Uh, But yeah, I I think it's it's now and it's not just everybody focuses on the numbers, which are important. I get it. But there's so much more of a nuance to being a quarterback than just your numbers. It's you as a leader, how you handle adversity, uh, how the team operates under your uh, direction and how you're able to navigate through certain situations that make you more than just a passer or more than just an athlete a quarterback. And Jalen brings all those intangibles along with the production this year. And he's so young, and you've seen an increase each year. In J- in and Jalen's uh in his acumen as a, as a passer and his ability as a leader and producer on the field, that if he keeps every year he keeps getting better, and he's like 25, 26 now, if, if he's even that old. So you're like, yeah, let's lock him in. So I think you're paying him not just for what you saw in an increase, but where you think he's going to be. You're
2: paying for a trajectory at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and I look at it, you, you have a very talented roster. Exactly. So so it's, it's fair to assume that this production should continue. Mm-hmm. Justin can have a really good season, and the Bears could still only win four or five games. Like, that's <laughs> – like that's the type of like we we made some pieces, but we don't we don't fully know how this team is going to come together. Or the like, Bears can have a really season. good season Stop. and win ten games. Stop. Stop. Make we the playoffs. Yes,
0: can- we. And then you're going to say you're, cannot- just gonna, you're just going to uh, you're just going to give him his fifth year option at that point.
1: Nah. Uh, well, it all depends on how that happens is, I mean, you're just talking, you're, you're reaching a finale in terms of wins and maybe statistical numbers, but how that journey plays itself out, how that narrative is 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 spoken and, and yeah. articulated is what's going to determine how much money he receives or if they pick up his option and so forth. It's, it's not just going to be because of one thing or this thing, it's going to be because of several factors. And I think polls is astute enough to factor to consider all those variables. Um, but keep in mind, like you said, like you said, Smoke, the Bears could still win five to six games, but all those other things in terms of Justin playing better and the team looking better, all those things can still be seen within the course of that, you know, non-winning season, because it's it's how it happens. You know, it's 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 how these these plays are are happy because you know sometimes you can lose because of just goofy chances or there could be injuries to keep people while you may lose but you know the offense still looks good or any number of things can happen so I, I, I think if he does show well if he has numbers similar to Jalen I do think they're going to want to pick up his option because you know his quote-unquote prove it year is supposed to kind of be this year like he did enough for them to say okay we're going to build around you so this year we see what happens when it's things are built around him. Can he take these tools and all these resources and how well can this house that Justin's constructing called the bears offense and the bears team, how, how does it flush itself out? And if it looks like, Hey, this is going to be a stable, sturdy house, and this is going to be something that we can build upon. And there's some sustainability here, then yeah, they're going to not want to make the mistake that the Ravens make, and they're going to want to kind of play him sooner than, than later. But um, but again, that's a lot of ifs, and to your point as well, Smoke, the Eagles winning as much as it had to do with Jalen, had to do with the composition of that team too. He had a great offensive line. He had great receivers. He had a really uh, a good running back through his really strong defense. Everything else is in place. They just needed to know if they had a quarterback, and they found that out last year. Also, on the other hand, we don't know what the hell we have. <laughs> we know it looks better on paper right now than it did last year, but all this still has to gel. These new uh, uh resources that we're getting, these new parts that we're getting to this team with the free agents and then and eventually with the with the draft picks, as this is being constructed, it's still gonna take time to gel. I mean, keep in mind our offensive coordinator is only going into his second year as being an offensive coordinator. He was learning on the job last year. And he's going to have to kind of reconstruct that offense anyway. It's not going to be the same offense we had last year because we have more pieces now to do things with. So that's going to be a retooling on his end. Uh, the de- defense, you know, yes, I think Floos is a sound defensive coordinator and his principles are sound and and his defensive coordinator, and he will work together, but they got new players they got to incorporate. We still not even know what our defensive line looks like. You know, it's, it's a lot to put together. And then on top of all that, aside from just having people have their health, because we need to make sure we have depth. There's a schedule co- to consider. You know, don't forget. The, although the Bears have a fifth place ske- schedule or last place schedule, they still got to play the AFC West this year. So that's the Chiefs, that's that's the Chargers. Not that tough. It's not tough. Right. Yeah. It's so tough. Super, <laughs> su- su- Super Bowl. Been a Super Bowl champion. worried about Chiefs, no Chiefs. Chiefs. Outside of are, them. Right. The Chargers. Outside About them. the Chargers yeah. or the Broncos. Broncos which John Payton as as a as the head coach now. I
0: scared of no Raider. John Payton is – is
2: Is the, – what's the coach in Dallas? They the yeah, same I, guy. Yeah, but
1: the coach from Dallas has been doing what the last few years? Winning games. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that – i
2: He's
1: scrutinized. I'm, yeah, but I'm just saying it's not going to be like they're not playing no, some, not, some, some talk. Right. And, and let, <laughs> let's not forget the Lions – are looking yeah. like a way better team. And we don't know who they're gonna like. If they draft Jalen Carter, that's a whole different beast we're dealing with when it comes to the Lions with Carter and Hutchinson if they're on the same team. Um and then the Minnesota is still you know at least solid and we don't know what the Packers will look like. And then you got to play the NFC South. So that's a bad division. So don't worry, maybe worried
0: about things are gonna shake out right. Don't worry about that.
1: I'm just don't saying worry. uh 10 and seven would be a, a high bar.
0: Don't worry about that. By the way, I had a I had a dream last night. I had a I had a, a really uh a
1: vivid dream. I
0: was talking defensive line play and we were looking at uh at scheme and lining up at the 3 technique. I got a prediction. Uh-uh. Jalen yeah. Carter's falling to the Bears at 9. We're going
1: to take Really. It. Really. Yeah. So he so he gets past the Seahawks. Yep, he the gets Lions. past the Lions. Yep, gets past the Raiders. Yep, and I'm assuming Atlanta knows enough about him because you know the Georgia. Situation. Atlanta's not
0: gonna take you. Yeah, they're not gonna take a defensive right. lineman from Georgia. That that would just why be, not?
2: That that it just might,
0: wouldn't make sense. We're going off my dream, man.
2: Oh, okay, all
1: right, sorry. Going off sorry. the dream, and then he's just gonna be there. Jalen Carter's gonna at fall to nine. Watch it. Watch yeah, what so, I say. So, with your dream, how do you yes. feel about that? When you woke up, was it like a nightmare? Or it did you was. Wake it up was. And... You
0: know what? We need a defensive tackle. Why not get the best player that that's on the board? Now, I know he's had his issues. You know, with the with the the the, the car accident and, and the racing and
1: speeding. Uh, yeah. Okay, that happens you Pri- know. prior prior to the other accidents because he's driving uh,
0: the the awful pro day. Yeah. Where he wasn't in shape and, yeah. and and you know just looked bad, but
1: we're talking out. about
0: him on the football field.
1: Well, is he going to be in shape? Is he going to be ready mentally, physically, to be he's on the gonna, football field?
0: According to my dream, oh, okay. he's learned <laughs> from this. All right, oh, okay. We're just talking about the dream here. The dream, Jalen Carter to the Bears. Mark it down.
2: You no, know, my dream. What's that? And, and my dream contributes to us, to Justin having a better year and we about win four games, us <laughs> drafting JSC. <laughs> <laughs> us hey, drafting JSC. Messing up, up my good dream, man. Definitely uh-huh. speaks to Justin having the type of year you think of with us winning the type of games I think of. <laughs> Just to throw for four thousand and we win five games because <laughs> our defense ain't shit <laughs> and he still gotta just make stuff happen because I, I gotta do a score say,
0: thirty points a game. That's it, thirty points. Shit, yeah, we
2: did that for a month and won. None of them. <laughs> right? none, none of them. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> you're
2: right. So, so,
0: so. No, Glenn, so, yeah. you're, you're you're the GM, man. Tell me what's what's going on, man. What what are the Bears thinking? Uh, what are we? 13 About days away from
1: from the draft. or
0: No, oh, less than that. No,
1: less than that. 20, 10 days. 10 27. days, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, uh, they're thinking we can do whatever we want to do right now. And they're thinking we'll see what happens above us. And that will determine whether or not we decide to trade down. Because at nine, you can sit there. At nine, no one's racing up to get to your spot. And granted, it's a top 10 spot. But at 9 is what we want at 9 if I'm another team is is what we want at 9 is that something that we can't just wait for at 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 and if we moving up how much do I really want to give you to move up to 9 if I can wait for something that might be very similar to who I might not be able to get at 9 if they're there if they're death a player similar is there at 15 16 17 however when the when draft day happens a lot of things you know, people get desirous and people get nervous and people want to make things happen and they get concerned that, okay, I, let me make a move. And I think that's what the Bears will have to kind of depend on if they're going to trade down. Um, so if the Bears stand pat, they can go any number of ways. Offensive line, edge rusher, they could go cornerback, they can go wide receiver. Uh, they can even go interior defensive lineman if they so choose. So they really can pick anything and Whatever of those anything those positions I mentioned, they'll be there and available for them. even running back, which I don't agree that they'll do or that, I think. That's,
0: that should be the last thing to
1: think. That about. should be the last thing to think about. But yeah. you know, because they're there, they can maybe scare the Cowboys, who might be like, "Hey, hey, hey, we thought BJ's going to, you know, you know, Bijan would be there for us." Or Buffalo might be like, you know, Dallas might go up. Or the, I don't know if the Bears – you know, somebody might get a little nervous if they really want B. John Robinson, and they want to take him at nine, and the Bears have to count on that. So basically, if I'm the GM, it's going to be hour to hour on draft day. Now, if I end up staying at nine and Tyree Wilson falls to me, I take him. If he's already gone, uh, if Jalen Carter's there, I have to seriously – seriously consider possibly taking him there um i don't think he's a bad person i just think his decision making is problematic has been problematic i think there's some narcissistic immaturity there um but he is he is the talent and if you're able to keep him focused and whatnot he can definitely make a difference and that's the kind of person you want in terms of athlete there when he's playing his best but that's the question right um but if he's gone be
2: easy no no <laughs> but I,
1: I I honestly think he'll be gone uh in which case like I said if Tyree Wilson's there I take him if the cornerbacks either uh Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon are there I don't take them because there's so many cornerbacks in this draft they really are they can get a really good cornerback in a second or third round uh but I would focus like I've said time and time again Paris Johnson, if he's if he's there and available, I, I would seriously consider taking him at nine. If someone offers me something and I can drop down to 13, 14, then Broderick Jones becomes the other guy I would like to take. So I, I'm thinking offensive line. Um, Nolan Smith is someone that intrigues me as well, too. Who is your uh, learning? you. That I don't want you to give the pick until
0: next week. Sure. I, sure, want, sure. I want your, you know, your definitive answer on what the pick is going to be next week. Who is your top four? that you think will be available at nine that, that the if Bears we
1: should, stay should at take, nine, if they, if they stay at nine. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I'll keep rambling about all the different opportunities we have to take a player. Uh, Paris Johnson, uh, Nolan Smith. Um, I would go Roderick Jones and kind of a wild card pick, so to speak. Um, I would go Smith and Jigba.
2: Mm. the and, dream and, lives
1: and and and, <laughs> and i he's he's you know i i say him and i'm you know if you gave me a percentage he'd be a lower percentage in terms yeah, of how, of what i want but 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 we still don't know how healthy mooney's gonna be we don't know how much he'll be at full speed so to speak when he comes back um smith and Jibba gives you another guy that can play he's just as versatile as everyone else right everyone else i mean uh more claypool and moon he can play inside outside uh, i think he's more uh, deadly more difficult to contain as a slot guy and slot guys nowadays are doing a lot of damage in nfl um he he's not a, a burner but his ability to separate and his route running helps with that separation It's very organic uh, and his catch rate is extremely high. Even his contested catch rate is high. I do believe uh, his like his career is in the in the high 80s. Um, so that's somebody who becomes dependable and that Justin can lean on. Not only that, but there's some principles that probably he and Justin have a similarity because they both come from Ohio State. Although I don't necessarily believe Justin passed to him, but there's a certain synergy there that they would have that they could probably. Uh, you know reach a lot quicker than he would with maybe somebody else from a different program so to speak so there's a lot of upside to him and he's not a small slot guy he's kind of you know he's a solidly built um so and we can we've seen him in college uh, when he is healthy that he can be a volume pass receiver so he's the kind of guy that can catch seven eight nine ten take 12 13 14 targets in a, in a game and when hot can produce so there's a lot of upside to him. Um, but he's kind of a, a, a wild wild card for me. You don't a think lot of the you don't think Australia. the re
0: signing of Dante Pettis has uh, takes away from, from from them making that pick? No,
1: I, I think it's a body so that <laughs> when, Jokey. when when Jokey. training Jokey. Jokey. yeah, yeah when, when training camp is done <laughs> that that's hit somebody else doesn't have to take. <laughs>
0: You brought, you brought up, uh, you brought up, uh, Paris Johnson. You brought up Broderick Jones. What's the, what's the difference you think in those, in those two guys?
1: Um, I think Broderick's like, I joked earlier, you know, kind of the, kind of misquote Michael Jordan, like Broderick's ceiling has no roof. Um, Broderick's case his ceiling has no roof. Um, he he is an athletic marvel, and he has – it's like watching a power forward play football, um, his agility, athleticism. He's still – he's not refined with his technique yet. He still doesn't know what he, he's doing, so to speak, and he's still dominating in the SEC. He's not getting beat. You're not hearing of anyone you know, making sacks on the quarterback from his side. Um, he's able to block all the edge rushers that the SEC guys have been able to produce. Um, and he's still growing in his understanding of the game. And athletically, he still hasn't reached his peak yet. There's still a bit more that can happen on his frame and to his musculature and his strength and what have you. So he is ridiculously gifted, talented, and I think he has the potential to be one of the more Renowned left tackles as his career progresses. Paris Johnson, on the other hand, I think his floor is extremely solid right now. He has a better floor at this point. He still has upside. I just think his upside doesn't compare to the limitlessness that I see Broderick possibly uh, possessing. Uh, so you would take
0: you would take Jones before Johnson
1: at nine, just because right now there's. There's less question about how soon he'll be able to be effective. You know, I personally I'd rather trade down, but at, at nine, I, I I I struggle a little bit taking broader. I I I I I will be okay with it. It's just, you know, I, I think Paris right now, he's a bit more refined with his skill and technique. Uh, he has more experience. I think he's ready to play, you know, right now. I think you I think you put Broderick there, but I don't know how ready he is to play just yet. And Paris has some great measurables too. It's not like he's a small guy or anything. He's got length in his arms. He's strong. He's just as agile. He's extremely intelligent. Um, you know, he's played in some high, you know, volume games. I mean, they played against Georgia and they scored 40 points on him in a playoff game. And I think Paris did a fantastic job against what Georgia, who was known as the most, you know, effective defense last year, one of the more effective defenses last year. So I don't think you really lose much with either one of them. You know, maybe I'm going with Ohio State synergy to some degree, but I think Paris right now, I think he's better. I'd say Paris's first 16 to 32 games would be better than Broderick's. I think Broderick's 24th game for the rest of his career will be higher than Paris's. But again, that's a lot of potential.
0: All right, ten days to go. Ten days to go. So we'll get your uh, you got a mock draft coming up, right? Don't want to spoil that.
1: No, no, no. The last uh, next week will be my the last mock before uh, before the draft. Yeah. Um, speaking of drafts, yep. There's this little funny thing that the NFL allows called compensatory picks.
0: What is a uh, compensatory pick?
1: Uh, as a word would indicate, you know, you're being compensated for a loss. Uh, so, essentially, compensatory picks traditionally are the more classic form uh, that they take is when a team is unable to um, sign as many free agents as they lose. Okay, so you lose several free agents, you're not able to sign enough free agents to match what you lost um, economically, then you're allowed some compensatory picks to help compensate for your loss. Uh, sometimes you may lose a high-end free agent, say somebody that's making twenty million or twenty-five million a year. You're like, "Hey, I can't, I can't afford that." So there's a sophisticated formula. I don't know how the formula in of itself works, but what comprises that formula basically entails that player's uh, playing time with the team, um, their salary with the team, and any postseason awards they may have accumulated during their time with the team. So if you have a guy, for example, for example that might have been offensive uh, rookie of the year or, you know, AFC, you know, receiver of the year or whatever that case might be. Those things are factored in. And if you're unable to afford, them, say like Justin Jefferson from Miami or maybe from Minnesota Vikings, the Vikings are going to keep them. I'm just doing for shits and giggles. I'm just saying that someone like Justin Jefferson. Who has that, you know, acclaim, and he's he's been AFC or excuse me, NFC rookie of the year, all that kind of stuff. If they weren't able to pay him because he's going to be commanding maybe thirty million a year, then the NFL will compensate the Vikings for his loss, and you'll probably have by you, I mean, the Vikings will probably have a high end third round pick. Now, your compensatory picks don't begin until the third round, and it's at the end of each round: rounds three, four, five, six, and seven. Um, so sometimes your high-end compensatory picks will be somewhere in the in the range of the mid-90s, maybe 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, somewhere around there is when in the third round where they'll begin. And they can last for however many compensatory picks are allotted in that round. It vacillates from year to year. It's never the same. In 2020, uh, I think there were 32 compensatory picks overall. 2021, there was 37. And last year, there was 39. Uh, coming into this year, there'll be 37. So like I said, the number moves up and moves up and down, but I don't think you'll have anything less than 35 from here on out. Now, that's just one form of a compensation. And when it comes to that traditional form of compensatory picks, you can't have, you're maxed out at four in a given year. You can't have more than four uh, in terms of the free agents that you lose in the given year, compensation-wise. Now, the other form of compensatory picks uh, was established around 20, oh, I'm sorry, one other thing too. Before 2017, you could not trade your compensatory picks. Since 2017 now they are part of a package you can use. If you want to trade with them, you can't trade. you can you, you can trade your compensatory picks as of 2017. Um, now in 2020, the NFL found another way to award teams compensatory picks and this is based off of if you're uh, minority personnel, no. exactly, if it's either from your coaching staff uh, or from an office. If those individuals uh, leave your organization or promote it to a different organization, then you're awarded a compensatory pick. And here's a great thing about that is that it's going to be a third round pick and you have it for consecutive years. Now, when that individual leaves your organization, you don't receive the compensatory pick that year. It begins the following year but you have it for consecutive years. Now, if two or so individuals like that leave your organization in the same year, then you have three consecutive years of having those compensatory picks, back-to-back-to-back to back to back compensatory picks in the third round. So, for example, how does that work? Let's give you a real-life example. The 49ers this year coming into, uh, after the after, the Super Bowl was played, the 49ers at, you know, coming into the draft, so to speak, only have four picks, and their first pick wasn't going to be until the fifth round. I think it was like pick 155. Now, several weeks before the draft, after the capitulatory picks have been awarded to them and allotted to them, how many picks do you think the 49ers have total now? Just give me a wild number. They had four seven. Well, well, they
2: I was gonna say seven. Those would, be, those
1: would be great numbers. And you'd be like, hey, that's cool. That's what you would normally have if you didn't have if you didn't give away any of your picks, right? Seven, seven, eight, nine. They have eleven. Wow, they they have eleven Dang picks. They went. For I know four. McDaniel. You you can't count. Yeah, McDaniel. You count McDaniel for this year. Yes, you could not count him last year, but you count him for this year, right? And this is Salah's second year. That's added yeah. to it. Mick Ryan doesn't begin until next year, right? Okay, but because <laughs> of other players, they lost through compensation and the other front office people. I think they may have lost. Uh, but through uh the traditional means of compensation, free agent losses, that's added on to it as well. So they have they they acquired seven more picks coming in in terms of uh their draft capital now. and three of those three of those additional picks are in the third round. the ninety ninth pick overall, one hundred and first, one hundred and second.
0: Does that count if you promote within?
1: No, it has to go to a different they have to your organization. okay. You're not being com- oh, you didn't lose a, anything yeah, yeah you not you didn't lose anything so there's okay, no compensation right. loss but I'm it's so it's, you
0: can't you can't uh promote a guy and then try to get a no
1: no a pick did, there. All right. just yeah, throwing it out there where right. to go where to go? slick Nick. I, I was thinking I was thinking just trying to have guys get picked but no I get what you're saying so um so yeah so so the 49ers now have three picks that they didn't have at all in the third round okay and something like that affects the whole composition of the draft and also can affect your organization going forward because here's how you have to start looking at it as currency. If you're the 49ers, you don't need 11 picks. You're, you're right there. You don't need quantity. You probably want quality when it comes to your players. Well, if those three first, I'm sorry, with those three third round picks, you're able to package that and maybe move up 20, 30 spots even possibly into the second second round round. yeah, Yeah, yeah. to get a specific player that you might want. Um, The other way to look at it as well is that, okay, well, going forward, I know I might lose one of the Bosa guys or I might lose one of my other top-end guys, so maybe I can plan for some compensation picks in the next couple of years going up. So instead of picking up his option year, I'll just let the con I don't even I won't even franchise tag. Him. I'll just let the contract run out because I know I can still be compensated because I'm not going to be able to match what somebody else is going offer on the free agent market. He's going to get 50 million a year or 45 million a year. I can't match that with one signing. I don't have that kind of money or I, that's not some player I can find out there like that. So you'd be compensated um, or you can know what you're doing. If you're an astute general manager and say, okay, for the next two years, I have these amount of compensatory picks. So I can trade away my third and second round pick because I know I got some other picks coming on later on. So it gives you a lot to play with. Now, if you're the Bears, and how does it how does that affect the Bears this year? If you're the Bears, you know you, we had the quote unquote worst record uh, from last year. Uh, so you know we don't have our first pick in the second round this year because we do traded that away to Pittsburgh. But we do have our first pick in the third, first pick in the fourth. Well, the, the compensatory picks don't begin until the third round. So the Bears' first pick in the fourth round would have been picked 96 but because there's seven compensatory picks ahead of the bears now the bears aren't picking until 103 and then the freaking 49ers have three of those picks ahead of us like are you kidding me i'd be a little salty unless you start to learn how to play the game and i think teams are no one's really doing that just yet i think the 49ers are starting to realize that i've even heard whispers that john lynch is like hey you know a little bit of patience, we're starting to see how this can kind of work to our benefit. So I I go on record now as saying, I do believe that compensatory picks are definitely going to be the new NFL currency in terms of being able to help retool your organization and also provide some uh, economic stability to your team as well. well,
0: I was going to say, start developing uh, black executives and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, putting it in the other organization's
1: ears in order to get those, you know, those picks. You you can do that. And Here's the thing with that. And that's 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 well fine and true. And other teams have lost, you know, their representation and gone to other teams as well. So they have been it's not like the 49ers only team that are being compensated. But you never know when uh, someone from your personnel is going to get another job somewhere else. You're not able to really, you know, know when that's going to happen. Uh, However, free agent picks or players that become free agents that don't become competent, that you can foresee because you know when their contract is going to run out. You know if you're going to want to keep them or not. You have a better idea of that. That you can massage to your benefit. Um, And it's just an additional benefit if people from your organization leave and go elsewhere. But, yeah, it is something that you can definitely see as like if you're the Bears right now, I mean, you've got Ryan Poles um, and there's a couple other people in the organization as well that could potentially move Right, well, kind I think I, yeah, kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah, that can move and go elsewhere, and you can be compensated. Um, so that's part of. It. And again, keep in mind, and I, I hate the word minority. I, I don't think we're minor, but you know, for conversation's sake, minorities. It's not just you know African Americans. It's also people of color and women as well. Uh, so you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. Several women in their organization. And they've had a number of uh, African-Americans in organization, even the Washington commanders, as as besieged as they've been and has (laughs) bad as they've been, you know, as an organization, there are several, there's like five to six or seven different, you know, people in their organization who are are, are African-American or people of color who may be employed elsewhere. And the Chiefs are another team that's benefited from uh, losing personnel. I mean, we have Ryan Poles, the Chiefs are benefiting from that still. And they just lost Eric enemy Now they won't benefit from his loss until, for his departure. since they lost for his departure until next year. But they can plan for that. Now they know they've got two seasons of back-to-back third round picks already. Wait, does, that,
0: a... does that count that he was he went to uh Washington in a uh in a lateral move? Is that it's not a lateral move. He's offense coordinator. He yeah, yeah. But,
2: but
1: he but he's a he's 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 a but he's he also got a semi promotion. Right. It's called uh what is he? It's not assistant coach, but it's um he's it's, it's like a, it's like associate, associate head coach. Head coach. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's not completely a lot move. There's still a bit of a promotion to it, and that's kind of how you angle that a little bit. So yes, they'll still be compensated for that. and uh, it won't begin until 2024 and 2025, but they know they'll have two third round picks and or they'll have two third round picks back to back years, or sorry a third-round pick in back-to-back years. Let me say that correctly. So, yeah, man, it's it's the new currency in NFL because it, it oh, can absolutely. really help you. It can really out, help you out.
0: I was just looking at something. This is off a little bit off topic, but uh, the Dolphins lost their first-round pick for for this year, right? So it's only 31 first-round picks.
1: Right, yeah, the Dolphins committed uh, some grievous sin, and so there's only, only 31 first-round picks this year, yes. So whoever's drafted thirty second, are they
0: going to uh, when they when their contract comes up, are they going to try to vie for a first round money or uh, no? Fight because that?
1: no, because the first round ends when the Chiefs take their last pick. But technically, not, he's, the, it, no, he's the no, no, he's the no, thirty second but, player. But taken. no, no, technically he's the thirty he's a thirty second player taken, but he's the first player taken in the second round. Second, I bet you Nicole Lynn he, 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 would argue that. You can argue it all you want, but the first round ends when the Chiefs take their last pick. Now, to your point... Who has the first pitch of the second round? It it would have been the
0: Bears, but yeah,
1: it's Pittsburgh's pick. But the Bears traded to get Claypool. Right. Um, But here's the interesting thing, kind of to your point, the Bears and the Houston Texans each have been awarded a compensatory pick at the end of the draft because there's no 31st or 32nd player chosen in those last two rounds i mean in, in, the, in that last round those positions are gone um
2: so Wait, the bears I
1: yeah I, I said they're kind of weird basically they you know every if, if everything's equal there should be 32 picks each round right but in the last round the seventh round for whatever reason there's no 31st or 32nd pick and the nfl has deemed that the bears and the texans are awarded because they're the two worst teams there were they're awarded those last two picks why they chose to do that that's the reasons that they have uh, like there's no like the dolphins losing a pick is a penalty but the the, the last two that last round not having those two picks at the end is not because of some penalization or anything i don't know how that happened or why what weirdness caused it to happen but when you look at it the Bears and the Texans are both awarded the the last and the second to last pick because of that. So the Bears like have to pick two fifty eight, I think, or something like that. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Right. And you and you never we'll know. I mean,
1: Brock Purdy was Mister Irrelevant last year, and he went on to go undefeated mm-hmm. and almost take the Forty Nine ers to the Super Bowl. So who knows?
0: All right. but so that's irrelevant. Still get the trip to Hawaii.
1: I have no idea but if he's going he's got his arm in a sling probably so I don't know how much he's going to enjoy Oahu or whatever island he winds up on. Uh, you can you can you can figure
0: out a good a, a good time in Hawaii <laughs> I bet no doubt bet. about it. As move on uh, NBA playoffs let's talk about the Bulls first because they didn't make the NBA playoffs cuz they were ousted by the Miami Heat in the uh in the second play-in game. Um it was actually a good game. I'll get the last to the to the two last minutes, right, three, right, two, three right. minutes. <laughs> but uh, this was this was probably the most frustrating Bulls team that that I've watched in a while. Um, the goal for the season was to
2: get to the second round of the playoffs, right? At least I think the goal At was to play in because everyone came down my throat for me <laughs> and this thing looks like it's over. Well, before, before that, talking
0: about when the season began, it was second round. Second round of bus was the, that was, that was the goal. And they, they didn't come close to that. So this season was a failure. Yes. All right. Yes. It was a failure and they would, they were really inconsistent. They beat the good teams, you know, uh, a good percentage of the time. And then they would lose to the Houston Rockets or uh, OKC. Well, OKC wasn't They weren't bad. But, you know, yeah, they did. They did lose to those guys. Um, now, I would think at that moment, OK, this is year three of this. Uh, well, year two of, of, of this group, two and a half of this group. You would want to switch things up a little bit. All right. What we're hearing with Casey Johnson from uh, NBC Sports Chicago saying is, they're not going to make, uh, they're not deviating from this from this plan right now.
1: I don't understand <laughs> that. It sounds like John Paxson all over it. That's, that's what. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's
0: Gar Packs. It's Gar Packs. They've they've fallen in love with with the group they put together. Yet this group hasn't done anything. Nothing. No.
2: I don't just, understand. Uh... Well, I mean, I know you said start the year the ceiling with second round. To me, well, you all know I haven't been in the basketball mood all year. And with the lack of movement the Bulls did. I'm I'm quite frankly. Especially if they're not making any more if they are content with what they have. Oh man, we got bamboozled, man. Just a couple <laughs> years ago on this podcast, we were so happy with with a k and, and the other guy. And man, they they swindled Eversley, us. Mark Eversley. They swindled us. Well, yeah,
1: it's it's hmm. maybe hey, let me ask you this that making change. Is that like to the main people or they're not making changes because they well, they, they're gonna they to be to. some.
0: They have they're gonna be obviously. Uh, I think Kobe White's contract is up. Um, well, I, as a back. second rounder, they only get second rounders, only get two year contracts, right? Yeah, I
1: think yeah, he's, I think, he's, I think he's his contract at least
0: restricted. Team. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. So,
0: there, I mean, obviously, they're going to be some changes, but the, the main core
1: but that's and, the problem. See the, the issue,
0: Vooch is technically a free agent at this point, too. Yeah,
1: look, you know, it's Vooch is such a conundrum because he, he's definitely a defensive liability. Although there are times where you know he can play tall, if not big, but he's such a skilled big man, you, you're not going to find too many more skilled big, men, especially in the east like him. But... They don't utilize him like they need to. They don't. They'll, they'll go to him, then they stop. And I don't know if that's Gooch's fault for not demanding the ball. I don't know if that's a coaching staff's fault for not making it clear that he needs to get the ball. I don't know if it's personnel's fault for not providing a point guard who would make that decision on the floor as it's happening. Or D all of the above because it's like I you know that loss to Miami made no sense to me. And the person that I really don't want to see go isn't even a starter. And I can't understand why he didn't play more. i like, please keep drumming. And I ain't seen nobody rebound like that since Dennis Rodman, really. Or maybe even, even Big Ben, when he got here, didn't always rebound like that. Like, Drummond took over that game at one spot, dude. It was like all the frustration of not being able to play all year was being, he's like, this is why they kept me. This is why I'm on a team. To do stuff like this and to carry a team on my back. Get these rebounds. Show them up. What? Well, time out. I gotta come out. Oh, okay. Uh I'll just take a breather. And then that was it. We <laughs> See many anymore. And the at the second. It's like, dude, he literally was like, uh, what's the guy for um Miami? Uh their center, but it's really powerful. bio yeah, yeah. bam. Bam O'Bio bam could not even contend with him. Uh, he couldn't do anything because Drummond was just as quick as he was to get to his spots, bigger than him, stronger than him. He couldn't stop him. I'm I'm like, why did he and Kobe come out? So I'm really starting to look at the coaching staff, but I really don't want to lose Drummond because that's the rebound that we just, we don't have, and they should play him more. Like they don't respect their big men enough. And I mean, I think Levine and DeRozan, I I think they can be, they'll find, but you need a point guard. You need a point guard to kind of keep them in check and get them the ball without them having to, to dominate the ball too much, especially DeRozan, because he'll he'll play you know hero ball all day or whatever. It's like, dude, come on, man, just get the ball out your hand. So a point guard is is a is a necessity. A true point guard is a necessity, and they need, I think, at least two more spot up shooters.
0: Do you we wait? That, we do you wait for Lonzo year. then?
1: No, I don't wait for him. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I don't wait for him. I get it. I mean, look, you gotta go get somebody. Yeah, I can make an adjustment later in the season. I can put somebody else on a practice squad or whatever they call it. You know, I can cut a fool if I need to. You know, I mean, I don't mean to say that so casually, although I just did say it pretty casually. But I mean, you can always make adjustments to your roster. It's the NBA. I mean, when aren't they doing? I mean, the Lakers just basically retooled their entire team, and now they're arguably one of the four teams that people are concerned about that could come out of the West. I'm right. not too worried about the Lakers. No, but the fact that they retooled their team and they got players to make a difference means that it can be done. And we didn't see our team make any changes. Pat Bev was our only difference, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's – that's come on, dude. Pat Bev, if he was that guy, he wouldn't be here. He'd be on somebody else's team going to the championship. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I, that's a little concerning, dude, because everything I just said we needed is the same thing I said we needed last year point guard and outside shooting. <laughs> they didn't address it last year, and it looks like they might not address it again this year or yeah. going into next season, I should say.
0: Yeah, with that, I, I yeah, I, I,
1: it's, it's mine, but could it be coming from upstairs, dude? When, when we both just joked a few moments ago saying it's Gar packs all over again, a quick flash within my head. I'm like, is this some Reinsdorf stuff? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's like, yeah. Like, is this coming from above them? Because how does it, a whole different, you know, uh, front office do the exact same thing that we criticize the other front office for doing for several years, unless it's coming from somewhere. See, I, mean, it,
0: I mean, i mean, going to say that. It seems like when when uh took over, there was so much movement. action going on, movement. Right. And then
1: that just stopped. Stopped. <laughs> so is that a money?
0: It thing?
2: Stopped. They said, well, all right, it looks like these these,
0: was... these are the players and this is
2: it. I think I think when they showed us their true colors, we didn't take them for what it was. We wanted to give them a chance. They showed us their true colors when they drafted Patrick Williams. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, they showed us their tr- I that I know. Happen. But but what is Patrick
1: Williams? What is Patrick Williams drafted? What what colors does that show? What is that what is that saying?
2: It just showed that everything you're saying, they 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 took a massive chance on someone. Uh, And it speaks to how the team is being run now, where they don't want to give up on these pieces, like don't want to make the necessary moves to make this team better. It's. I got a question. I I got a question. Teacher,
1: may I? What if possibly... Patrick Williams does take a, a big step forward. Does this team, if any if any players in this team actually, like if Zach picks up where he left off, because keep in mind, coming into the season, he wasn't fully healthy. So if Zach picks off and is as healthy as he was to finish the season, but healthier because he's a refresh. And then DeMar, who got you know kind of dinged up towards the end of the year, is back healthy. If Ball, maybe not being the lead guy, but can offer something in terms of depth, and then you have a better point guard or someone at the point guard position who can, can at least facilitate. Patrick Williams sets up Kobe's confidence, and Kobe plays, picks up where his play left off, and the team begins to realize Vucevic is someone we can run the offense through. If some of these things do happen, like if they take this full assessment and they see you know the, the faults and foibles that they made this year, and they correct those things, <laughs> and they correct those things, is it possible that keeping this team intact could offer some continuity which could help with their consistency to for them to be a more competent team?
2: No. Okay, just no, no I agree. <laughs> get, I agree. Get, I, I'll tell you one person that needs to go and needs to go now. Billy Dollar. Well, that makes two. Uh DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan needs to go. He needs to go. And it, it, he – year one, like I will always say, he brought some life to the Bulls that we hadn't seen in a, in a while. Right. I wasn't excited for him this year. I mean, you all know I, I had season tickets year one. I didn't – I told my mom, like, I'm not buying them this year. She's like, why not? Like, uh, this team is not going to be as good as last year. The jig is up. We saw it at the end of last year. Like, it, it ran its course. Like, And that's what DeMar DeRozan is. He has an expiration date, and he's passed his expiration date here. I think we could keep everybody else. If we move him and get some other pieces in here that can better fit a better style of basketball, because he's a he's a ball stopper. He, he really is. Yeah. I mean, no, no offense to him. I, you know, love his daughter. You know all that, but <laughs> I think that's the one that got that need to go, 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 go. Bring Chase. I, I agree with you. I never understood even when we when
0: we talked about when he first got here, uh, when he first it, signed, didn't stop. It, it didn't It didn't. We are. Same. I think we. I think we both. Said yeah, it we, we was like, like okay, but. You're bringing pretty much the same skill set as Zach Levine, more more mid range, but more ball dominant mm-hmm. to a team that already has a guy that that can that has that skill set. So why put them together? And I don't think it just it ever jailed. And I think not that they had not that they were necessarily, but well, maybe they were heads. No, I think it jailed.
1: It jailed when they had a true point guard when we'd have the best record in the East, when Alonzo's ball was playing.
2: Once he went down, that gel got squishy. But like I say then, with Lonzo, though, it wasn't his ball control. on all, It was his defense that right. made life easy. Defense and he was, transition and he was not, scoring.
0: He was knocking down the open three.
2: He was – And that's another thing because he was we don't have shooter. a true shooter yeah. either outside of uh, Kobe.
1: Right. Right, I agree with you, but keep in mind, Lonzo helped everyone else kind of stay in their role too. Without Lonzo, there was no true point guard, and you didn't have ball dominant guys bringing the ball up to court, slowing everything down. I mean, at least Lonzo would push the ball. You know, Lonzo would, could push it up up court. Lonzo, we know, and again, the Bulls were still learning each other, but Alonzo is a true point guard. He would be able to facilitate, get the ball into the right people's hands, get them in their spaces. The spacing was better when they had Lonzo. Lonzo going down, the defensive uh, continuity broke down, the spacing broke down, the leadership in terms of who's going to bring the ball up when teams would pressure you, pressure the ball handler, you know, DeMar and, and Zach could be pressured in the turnovers that teams wouldn't pressure Lonzo necessarily the same way. And if they did, he could still kick it to the other guys. It just... Him not being there made a big difference because I mean they were like one of the best teams. They had the best record in the NBA by several, s- several games. Him going down and that stuff—they, yeah, what was the fifth they fell down to or sixth or whatever it was, you know, last year. Him not being there has, has still made a difference, and it's it's even glaring now because we're still deficient at the point guard position. No one has filled that role. Pat Bev did an okay job for a period, but like you said, his expiration date was quicker than Lamar's. De
0: which goes back to my question: What do you do about that position if you're not waiting for Lonzo, who, by the way, is worth what twenty million on the cap next season?
1: I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to see if he can get healthy, but I'm not waiting. I didn't wait. Not waiting like for him this year either. You just need to get you a point guard. You need to address that position and get you a point guard. But He's you're talking about, about you're talking about the possibility of look, uh, man, luxury tax. Who did the Lakers just pick up? That's What's why you dude? moved the Rosen. You moved to Rosen if you need to. But who did the Lakers just pick up? What's the kid's name? It was... D'Angelo russ. Well, the other guy who's, who's backing him up a little bit, who, who does a lot of ball handling duties. Troll. No, not him. Caucasian guy. Austin Reeves? Reeves? He was there last year. Okay, well, I didn't notice him until this year. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, I mean... Dennis Schroeder, I mean, you can pick up somebody, is what I'm saying. It's somebody you can pick up. He doesn't have to be a superstar. I just need him to be, you know, what's Mike Conley going for these days? I don't need to be a superstar. I just need to be a point guard. Just be a point guard. I got two, I got two, I got three Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl. I got three All-Stars on my team. Three guys that, that have been to multiple All-Star games DeRozan, Levine, and
2: Booch. We definitely you- could have win. Grab Schroeder. They probably would have gave when him when he was available. Yeah. You know, like, I
1: mean, there are people out there. There's some European or some guy from a different country out there that can play point guard.
2: Doesn't have to be that, a superstar. That is a factor because I mean, and I'm not even gonna count Pal Bev in this because he was a buyout pickup, but like Caruso, I mean, no no offense. America, but we we got the one white boy that can't shoot.
0: Well, he's he's he can't he's,
2: shoot he's inconsistent. He can't shoot GM. He can't shoot. He's, he's athletic. He got the one <laughs> he's athletic, but like we got the oh, one that can't yeah. shoot.
0: He, he 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 brings energy though. Yeah,
2: he's athletic. He's tough. He <laughs> plays play defense. He's hard nose.
0: Yeah, he, he, rocks ahead. A headband.
1: he rocks a
0: headband. I, I tell you, I love Pat Bev, man. If he missed one more three. He <laughs> won't uh, be back. Oh my God. He 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 just said, you know, I'm just I, I got my shot here. I'm chucking him. Yeah. No matter what but I love Pat Bev, man. He brought, he brought a good energy he did. and um uh, some heart. A little bit of heart to this team that they yeah. needed in that in that uh that last last month push um to get to the play-in. But uh yeah, I don't know about this team. I will say I mean like I said they they could be throwing us But I, I will say one thing about this this regime. You don't hear too many leaks coming out of there like you did um during the last one I will say that
1: uh and that's AK's... why they'll keep their job that's why they'll keep their job with yeah. Ryan's door for as long as they want because they keep it they keep the leaks to them
0: I gotta give them that AK AK's regime they are they are tight-lipped man you know you don't hear much coming out of there so and I, that that's probably a good thing so maybe they're just throwing up a smoke screen and we'll you know <laughs> we'll see what happens man but uh the th- something's gotta they gotta do something. You can't just stand pat with a team that finished tenth in the conference. That that just don't work, especially when you see teams like Sacramento out here that are, that have been building and and look like they got a a, a good future ahead, man.
1: Because Detroit and Orlando look like they got some futures ahead of them too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, even and OKC even. OKC really looks. Yeah, future really looks right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they got, they got, they're the team that got all the, you know, all the first
1: round picks. Yeah. It's like 75 first round picks, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: Dating to like 20, 2050. So, so yeah. (laughs) So that's, that's all just, just some type of change, man, is what is, is what we're looking for. Uh, NBA playoffs wise. um, Man, some crazy, crazy injuries in in the game ones on Sunday. Uh Giannis went down with a back. Uh John Morant had the hand injury. Tyler um, Hero. Hero went down. Broke fingers. His um so yeah, a lot a lot of injuries in, 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 in the game ones. Yeah, you but uh yeah. oh, going on what were you
2: gonna say? No, no, I was I it didn't happen in the game one, but that Paul George out uh, yeah, George, yeah, pretty yeah, much right. the first round. Right, and, and didn't um
1: didn't
2: uh, Chris Paul, isn't he hurt again? Oh, I didn't hear that. No, he? I'm,
1: I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, just, nice. <laughs> just, just, and my next joke was going
2: to be, didn't AD get hurt too? Yeah, well, he did say he couldn't feel his arm. Right. He, he was hurt.
0: KD got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. That took his strength like Samson. Oh, man. but the, uh, They won game one, though. So. No, they didn't. Oh, no, they, uh, they won.
1: No, No, Clippers won that. Clippers won that, brother. No,
2: they did not. My bad.
1: My bad. That that was Mr. Westbrook who couldn't shoot to save his life. Did everything
2: else team needed to win that game. What was up with him and the him
0: and the uh, him and the fan? Man, I don't know. Why? Why does he always get into it with fans?
2: Because he listens to them, (laughs) right? Yes. (laughs) Westbrook be a Westbrook. Oh, you
1: talk about two of the most thin skinned guys used to be the te- teammates. And no wonder OKC couldn't get past themselves. <laughs> Those guys would take a compliment in a bad way. <laughs> hey, nice shoes. Oh, nice shoes. You're trying to say.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, first rounds. So uh, what's the most intriguing matchup you think right now? It's the 4 or 5
2: um,
1: of Phoenix um, and Clips. So, yeah. Baby. Yeah, I would agree with you the flippers and, and oh and um the Suns, most definitely. I, I you know, with how however bad Giannis is makes the one eight between the Heat and Milwaukee interesting now. Cause I think what hero will
2: be in out Yeah, but they, they
1: the one dude's gonna have I, to step up that they, that's been on the bench all
2: this time, they've been paying like a gazillion dollars to. Um, but the th- the I think I think uh, Giannis plays. I think he will come yeah, back and play. Yeah,
1: he's Wolverine. He'll, he'll, so he'll, he'll, I he'll.
2: that's why I think the hero injury helps Milwaukee a bit. Who, who's it the could cat be that, still intriguing?
1: Who's the cat that's been on the bench that they paid all their money to? Uh, Duncan he, Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson might have to show himself now. I'm, seriously,
2: I mean, he, he, you never that's, know. That's, Look. That's, that's helping Milwaukee. <laughs> wow.
1: I mean, you never know. I mean, look, some for some reason he got paid that money. And for that reason, it might show in this playoffs. You never know, man. I mean, you know, he might find redemption in these playoffs because Tyler, I mean, stranger things have happened, man. Hero being <laughs> injured might open a door for him, a redemptive uh, venue to be able to uh restore some face, you know, in that in that sense of that contract he has. Um, and, and the Knicks are playing. Who are the Knicks playing again? Cleveland. Yeah, I actually find that one a little interesting too, because I really thought Cleveland. I still think Cleveland can win that series, but I think the Knicks just kind of got on them early, and Cleveland, although they came back, it just they were missing a little this, something down the stretch.
2: This one gonna be that one is intriguing to me as well because. It's starting to become a trend where we see Donovan Mitchell have these great playoff games, and they lose. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's crazy, because he's not he doesn't come across as a selfish player to me because he'll still have like seven, eight assists. But, but for some reason, yeah, that stuff reason. doesn't translate to winning. And that then you got Jalen Brunson on the other side, who who won a series last year without Luka. Right. like who knows what it takes like that one is going to be intriguing but that meant, but that Phoenix Clippers series that's the one that's the one <laughs> that's the one and, it, and with the Clippers taking game 1 to Phoenix right yeah, that's the one
0: so it's a foregone conclusion the Lakers are going to beat Memphis in the, in the first round right
2: yes, yes.
0: Can either Sacramento or Golden State beat them in the second round?
2: Yes. Yes. But the Lakers can also beat them. Yes.
0: I don't want to see the Lakers in the conference final. I really don't. <laughs>
2: and you call me a hater. I don't care. I, I, I just don't want to see that. Just me. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy
0: Smoke and the GM Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast, as well as the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good Podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson.
1: Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep.
0: Please take us out. Hey, it's like we
1: always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week.